Mr. Dave. Any money. Woo-hoo! Guys, what did we talk about first? Phillies, Sixers, Eagles, Flyers? None of the above. None of the above. Do we talk about Happy Gilmore or something? Good night. Good night. <laughs> Everybody have a great Rosh Hashanah. We're out of here. Where do we go from here? Where do we go from here, boys? Well, let's. I think we should talk about the. Uh, well, I don't know. I'm scared to talk about either one of them. Philadelphia Eagles. Let's go. Eagles oh, or we have to really uh, start with that. I, I'm trying Christ, to figure out. That's horrible. Uh, let's go. Let's just okay, go with it. Let's go. Let's, with let's equate something real quick. Let's try to do a compare and contrast. What's more horrible, the Eagles losing in Green Bay the way they did or the Phillies back-to-back losing by double-digit runs? I go with the Eagles. I would say Phillies. E-Money? I'm going to go with the Eagles just because uh, first week and all the high hopes have just went. We all expected them going at least right. 3-0. and I mean, last week when we did the uh, did the schedule, we said Green Bay is a lock win, and uh, our, our quarterback is absolutely horrendous. We're going to have to replay that because, yeah, because we all did go. No problem. No problem. They're going to win. They have to win. It's the first game of the season. Brett Favre is washed up, and he didn't certainly didn't win the game for the no. Packers. No, they were just as horrible. That's, we thought the bye week was going to be a tougher win than yep. the Eagles. All right, if we're, going to, if we're going to talk Eagles, let's, let's get, get into it. Let's get into it. As a professional coach, which Andy Reid is definitely a professional coach, he's probably one of the top ten coaches in the league. Easy. Easy? Okay. Good. How can you neglect one-third of the football game? How can you say special teams isn't important anymore? So let's cut our punt returner and our kick returner. So how do you decide that that's not important we can win anyway? You got me on that. I don't even know what to say. I mean, there's three three aspects of the game. You would agree? Defense, offense, and special teams. Right. He told one of them that you're not necessary. Any chump back there can catch, make a fair catch. Any chump back there can return punts. Any chump back there can do return kickoffs. And he made that decision by cutting Jeremy Bloom. Guys, give by me some. letting go Reno Mahe. Defend him somehow. Oh, you can on Why would I do that? Teams. I can't defend him on that. Okay. Jared Reed, he can do kickoff return. That's what they brought him back in for. Right. You see what he was doing there when he was trying to run up to catch that ball. When he should, you, you got to have that mentality. You got to know that situation when you're. You in don't the, need to catch that. You don't ball. need to catch the ball. Hang on. When you do at any off, point, you do, though. at any point, you can fair catch a punt. Right. Even if you're in the, within the ten yards of the goal line, you still fair. You can still fair catch it, and you're not a total asshole. If you don't fair catch it outside of that ten yard line, when that but when there's nobody around you to help you block you. Or I'm not even going to get to the, the one that really lost in the game, but let me get to this real quick. Greg Lewis. How many times? It's just a moron. How many times during the punts last week when the Eagles were receiving punts, did he bear catch it over the 20-yard line, and inside the 10-yard line, he he went for co- it. He went for it. Yeah, I don't understand that. I'd like to know how many times it was. Actually. Bad coaching. Or is it bad coaching? Maybe he's never been taught that. Right. If he didn't know how to do it, then every time he should have just fair called it. He should have just said, hand up. Yep. This is where we're taking the ball. I should not. But if it was that hard for him to do it, they should have put Westbrook in. You just catch the ball. Don't run. Don't get hit. Right. Fair catch it. That's where we'll take the ball. Our offense can move on their defense. Don't worry about it. So that's the plan? Well, I mean, if that. No, that should have been their plan. If they're going from Greg Lewis who never did it. To J.R. Reed, who never did it. And if you're deciding to give up on one third of the, of the game, of your game plan, 
you maybe just go, just don't kill us. Don't make any mistakes that are going to kill us. Well, that's what I'm saying. Just have him there to catch the ball. If these guys can't catch the ball, fair catch it, don't worry about moving it. Then put Westbrook there, who doesn't even have to run it. Just catch the ball so you don't get hit. But, Dave, correct me if I'm wrong. On a punt, you don't even have to catch it. It can land anywhere. It's still your ball. Right. The only thing you can do is fuck it up. Which they did. Yeah, that's the only really thing. It can only be negative. It can, it can only, only be, be negative. negative. Even if it's on the one-yard line, you're not giving them and putting them in prime scoring position. Right, yep. But they did do this. Plenty of times. So, and then they, so no, I just want to ask you a quick question. Well, we, right. all, we said a consensus this team was at 10 and 16. Right. What are they now? Still 10 and 6. We said they're going to lose one of those games. So now they're the, going to win one, the Giants or the Jets won back to back in the Meadowlands. They're going to win against New England or something. I mean, what's going to, who knows, going well, I mean, before we look too far on the schedule, who knows going on with New England? I mean, if Belichick or does it Belichick? Belichick, yep. yeah. If he gets suspended for a certain amount of games. Which he should, by the way. Who knows what's going to happen with that team? Uh, yeah, I mean, watching New Orleans play, okay, they didn't look that good. They didn't look that good. But you're also playing the Super Bowl team, and, I, you know, there's all kinds of things with that. Exactly. But the Philadelphia Eagles team is centered with Donovan McNabb, and Donovan McNabb looked horrible. Right. He's, a, he's an injured player on that field. He's hurt. He didn't, he didn't help them win that game at all. They had, with the, um, before we get to Westbrook, I want to talk about, you're right about McNabb. They had prime opportunity to put that game away with less than four minutes left in the game. Yep. After they, Green Bay, I believe, fumbled a, fumbled a punt. Or what was, uh, Far fumbled. Running back fumbled. Somebody. Oh, uh, Javon Curse ripped the, uh, yeah. Exactly. It was a pass, and he ripped it out of his arm, and then they, they recovered a fumble, which right, was a great, great defensive great play. play, by the way. Great play. Cole hit him, and Curse picked it Cole up. Cole hit him, and Curse him. Great end action. I love put him it. In, they put him in position to win the ball right. game, score some points. And I think, and I, not to cut you off, Dave, but I, I think uh, Curse went off limping at that point. I don't know if that was No, that he, got, he was limping before <laughs> that. Was that. Earlier. that was like, earlier. Oh, Jesus. I'm like, great. Just go home. Just go home. That was earlier, but you're right. It was Curse and it was Cole. They put him in position with less than four minutes left in a game, in a tie game, to win the game, and they did not do it. They couldn't convert. They could not convert on that. Donovan McNabb's fault. There's plenty of times prior to that where Donovan McNabb, it was three and seven or three and six, and he's throwing it four yards. After he's they not got getting it past the first down. After they got that crucial turnover, though, on third down, they gave in their who they, territory. Who they who give it to? Uh, who they give the ball to? They pass the ball. No, okay, well, why wasn't Brian Westbrook in there? Oh, okay, they give it to Carell. Buckle. And then he did, he went nowhere. Is that what you're talking about? I want you both to explain to me why Brian Westbrook wasn't in there on that, on that drive. I am not I the coach of the I don't, team. I, I, I can't tell you that. I don't know why he's putting different people in there. I don't know if he's trying to put a different look. Is Brian Westbrook winded at the end of the game? Is he I, just... I doubt it. Why do you doubt it? Because it's the first game or... That's has been his M.O. forever. He takes himself out of the ball. How many times during that game did you see him right, pat himself on the helmet and take him out? Who took him out, though? Did he pat himself on the helmet right then? Did he come running off? Did Andy Reid He's say, hey, winded, listen. man. He's worthless towards, at the end of a game. He's worthless. First of all, he's the best offensive player on the team right now. He's worthless at the end of the game. Worthless. Takes himself out of the game. He doesn't want the ball when the game is on the line at the end of the game. I don't believe that. There's I plenty of times it. I saw him play at the end of a game. I do believe it. I don't think he was there for the team. I don't think Westbrook's our problem. Who's the problem then? Besides Donovan McNabb, Andy Reid, Donovan McNabb, play calling. Yeah, yeah. Donovan McNabb's a problem, dude. There's no times he could have stepped up and ran. 
There are a couple times he should have thrown it over the first down marker to get a first yeah. down. How many times did you see right. that? He's throwing the ball three yards before the marker. It's third and eight, and he's throw, and throwing it five or six yards in. That's I mean, that's insane exactly. to me. He's insane. He, he just needs to get. He needed to get it out of his hands to give it to someone else because he did not. He he can't do it. He didn't want he to run it. He he can't run it. He can't do it. He's so limited right now in what he can do with his lateral moves and 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 his running that it's disgusting to see because that's. What makes Donovan McNabb Donovan McNabb? Well, it's what made Donovan McNabb Donovan McNabb. Exactly. Thank you for the what past if it's tense because it's true. What if it's over? That's because they drafted a quarterback. That's well, that's, right. that's not going to help anybody this year, right or wrong. It probably won't. He probably won't play Cobb at all. No. It's going to be McNabb. McNabb's going to have to limp through it. Limp Literally. through your season this year? Basically. Wow. Wow. Who's gonna who, who's gonna put? You think they're gonna put Colbin? No, eight? no, certainly not. But if Donovan McNabb is gonna limp through a season, the season's pretty much done. We already said we said it a long time ago. That's, he's saying he he's looked not like absolute turds I, on Sunday. He did. He looked. He was the glaring problem. He looked almost as bad as Brett Favre did. He and did. you look at it, and you go, maybe he should be sitting out until week four when they have the bye week. Come back and play the Jets. Oh, you think he's just not healthy? You don't think it's a, it's gonna last all season? Oh season? no. If he's not healthy and he's getting hit the whole time, yeah, it's going to last the whole season. That's what I'm saying. He, maybe he should not be in because you don't get healthy playing every game. He's definitely not 100%. He takes unnecessary risks. It's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Not Sunday he didn't. No, not for risking himself and his oh. body. He risked the football by making terrible passes. Oh, yeah. How about that horrible interception? Needles, oh, terrible God. interception. He threw it. To, just threw it to the linebacker. Whoop, there you go. Oh, my bad. Too many times he went to Westbrook too many times in a row. And that's a What check about down. that one series they went to Westbrook three times? When yep. they were on the, whatever, 16-yard line going in, they could have easily scored a touchdown then. Maybe that's why he's so winded. Maybe you're right, Dave. <laughs> I'm not kidding you with that theory. It's not just a theory, by the way. But uh, yeah, who had? Didn't the one guy have like three blocks? At, uh, yeah, the, 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 the tackle. When's the last time you saw somebody have three blocks? Pendle Wildcats. <laughs> the, the hundred, the hundred pounders. One hundred five. Yeah, the one hundred five. Because the quarterback couldn't see over the top of the line. Yeah, because not the nineties. The one hundred five. Boom! That, All of a sudden, they got a growth spurt. It was horrible. A horrible, horrible, and, it's, and it, it starts and ends with Donovan McNabb at the helm. I agree with you 100%. Andy Reid is very, very, very at fault for this loss, though. They could have squeaked it out. Do you think Andy Reid's head is not in it because of his kid? No, no, I don't think so it's at all. Possible. Okay. It's possible. It's very possible. I don't think <laughs> that's true. Evan disagrees with me. Okay, well, what if the Eagles would have won that game, though? What if the Eagles would have squeaked out an 18-15 or... 19-16 victory, I guess it was 16-15. What was the final score? 18-15, right? <laughs> 16, what? What are we talking about? What was the yeah, final score? There was two score, at the end of the game. It was crazy. What was the final score of? 16-13. 16-13? Yes. What if it was 16-13 birds? Well, how would you, you feel about that team? You would say, oh, wow, the defense really played well. They Donovan McNabb up. played well enough to win. No, I would still be shitting on McNabb right now. I'd be still saying the same thing I'm saying right now about Donovan McNabb. He is not playing Donovan McNabb football because he's injured. He's an injured knee, and he's and he's he's he's, he, but he's he not even playing Damon Horde football. No, he's really not. not. He's not. He's got. He's. It's really really bad. I, I didn't. It, the first week of the season, you can really you can really tell because they're because also Green Bay's front seven were crazy, man. Their defense looked awesome, man. 
and they were coming right after him, and he did not know what to do because he, he didn't want to go out of that pocket. It's like the mindset before he even stepped on that field is like, I am a pocket passer now. I can't be uh, mobile. That's the done deal. And when he had to move, he was very hesitant and did he not know what to do. He would step into the pocket, and that was it. That's it, man. It's scary. How about the intentional grinding in the first series? Intentional grinding. He did not move out of that pocket. when they, well, That pocket was collapsing. Very true. That is a telltale sign. I mean, veteran quarterbacks don't do intentional grounding on the first series of the first game of the season. Unbelievable, man. It's not. That just tells you, encapsulate, encapsulates how frustrating Donovan McNabb is to root for. If he's not your quarterback, if he's not the quarterback to get you where you need to go, then your season is over. He is the maker. He is the X factor. We talked about that. He's the X factor, Ev, but what have you seen so far? Oh, I've seen a 0 1. I got 0 1 up there. 0 1 up there? Against Green Bay. Against and, Green Bay. And a lot of it had to. Uh, there were special teams problems, and that's going to get corrected by week three. Well, that's no Mahe's back. Yeah. Not that Mahe's going to be the savior. He's going to catch the ball. Right. He's not going to lose the game. Right. But right. the Packers are a 5 11 team at best. I mean, that team is. They should have been 4 12. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I agree. I agree 100%. And, uh, Their offense does not look good. Their running backs are not good. And the two rookie running backs will start. I mean, you should have dominated that team. They did dominate them on defense. Right, they Their did defense, dominate our, them on our, defense. The, Philly, uh, the Eagles' defense really looks good. They look good, and that's also when uh, on the special teams, they had that other mess up when they ran into each other. The, that was crazy, dude. I don't know what was going on the there. Whole time, and that was one when they didn't yeah, when they didn't turn over the ball. It's it, that that team's a mess right now. It's an absolute mess. It is an absolute mess. It's a one-dimensional team, and you know what it is? It's it's a it's a um, lateral pass to Westbrook. He'll get four yards for you, and when that doesn't work, by the second quarter they're going to run it up your gut for a little while, which worked, by the way. By the end of the first quarter, they're like, "We okay, the passing's not working." They they totally changed from the from that West Coast stuff and started running the ball, and they had a nice drive, and then. They come out third quarter and they're passing again, and it's overthrown, underthrown. It's horrible, horrible. I'm so disgusted. I was so unhappy with it, and I just don't know what's going to happen next week. Well, you know what's going to happen next week. It might. They're going to win. They're going to beat the Redskins, but this might happen again. You know, this Eagles team frustrated. They just bitch. Remember when they lost to Tennessee in the first game of the season a couple years ago? That's what this was like. I think they came off the Super Bowl win. And lost to Tennessee. They went 0 and 2. Or it was their Super Bowl run. That's what this game was like. It was like, guys, Green Bay is giving it to you. You have it right here for you not to screw up. Don't screw it up. And they screwed it up. You think they're going to beat the Redskins? Yeah. I'm 100% confident they're going to beat the Redskins. How can you be 100% confident they're going to beat the Redskins when they couldn't beat, you know, Green Bay? You, there, there is, it's all uncertainty now. What? Ev, I'm 100% certain. Sweet. So you're going to bet a million dollars on the game? <laughs> Depending on what the line is, this this game is gonna is gonna be a uh, a telltale sign on what's going on this year. There's no doubt. I mean, so last game wasn't. This game, if they lose a if they lose against the Washington Redskins, it's gonna be very it's gonna it's gonna be crazy. Yes. Well, it's gonna be crazy. That's for sure. Monday night against the Redskins is pretty is no doubt. Always a good time. So this Always is when we'll see game. how good the defense is. We'll see if they can stop Portis and Liddell Betts. Well, Portis is questionable and right Antoine now. Antoine anyway. Randall L., if you can believe that, racking up the yardage. Yeah, but he got a ton of yards on the last on play. On that last junky play. <laughs> right, yeah, like 60-some yards. Yeah, but still. Dude, that dude had an arm. He had Jesse a Campbell, 
threw that ball 70 yards in the air. He still had 100 yards receiving before that play because he finished with like 163 yards. Is that what it was? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just breaking stones. But you're right. It's it's The Eagles, it's a disappointing opening to the season, man, but it was a terrible disappointing game. Disappointing is not even a good way to put it. They had so many opportunities. I know I said this before, but Brett Favre just gift-wrapped this for you. What do you want to do? Where do you start? Where, you know, fuck starting. Where do you end it? Where, how do we end talking about the Eagles? It starts with the coach and ends with the coach. It starts with the coach and ends with the coach. I agree. But when he gets up there afterwards and goes, this one was all me, you just want to strangle his fat. Yeah, he says it every week. I know it. No heard, shit, it's all you. Let's talk about the, the problems. They said, uh, coach Reed, a question here. They're like, yes, sir. Do you guys know they don't need to catch a punt return? And he goes, uh, this interview's over. <laughs> Did yeah, somebody would, ask that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. They should know that, but they didn't know that. J.R.E. definitely didn't know that. He, he was going that. up there to get that. Yep. There's guys around him just, just saying, like, get away. Because I was watching it down here, and I'm like, okay, he's not going to be able to catch it because he's eight yards away from where it's going to land, and he started running for the football. And there's just a, a mound of Green Bay people just circling him. I could ready. not believe it was happening. I couldn't believe He started sprinting for the ball. I'm watching the TV screaming like he can hear me. Just get away. Run away. Let him down it. Unbelievable. I got it. Unbelievable. Hey, if you get the ball right there or they touch it right there, you still have the ball right there. You're not getting any extra yards. <laughs> Just insanity. Pure insanity. Once is bad. Twice, shoot me in the foot. Dave, give me your prediction for the Redskins game. I'm expecting a big win here. They got to come back. It's home opener. I'm expecting a nice win. Miami, their offense is horrible. Horrible. Right now. They have a real good defense, which I think the Eagles have just as good as a defense. Who's out? Sheldon Brown's out. Lito Shepard. Lito's yeah. out for this game. He's out for probably out for probably three weeks. Oh, are they saying three weeks yeah, until two, the three weeks? Right. Yeah. But I mean, they have um, Hanson still back there. Oh yeah, it's cool. Quentin Michael's going to be playing a little more, which is fine. They still have a very good defense. Let's see them shut it. I didn't know Portis was questionable. Yeah, Portis is uh, got hurt last week. So right. We'll Liddell Betts is still a capable running back. But I think the Eagles' defense is going to step up again. They're going to have a very good game. Oh, I agree 100% right. on that. As long as they don't have a knucklehead move in the back on special teams, they just play it play it safe. Until you know what you're doing, of course, Mahe knows what he's doing. Just play it safe. Don't lose a game. You don't have to win the game. Don't lose it. Right. And let the offense get their kinks out. No more mental mistakes. No more throwing the ball three yards when you need five yards. Bullshit. Right. And if you can't run, then get out. Don't hurt the team. By just standing there. Let someone else play quarterback if you can't play quarterback. One, yeah, but I'm expecting a twenty to ten game. Sweet. I like I like uh I like what you just said there. N- nice job there. It's a seven point spread, they should win by I'm saying they're gonna cover. I don't I, I get you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna say actually I'm gonna say right here and I'm gonna say they're not gonna cover that game. I think they're gonna win by three or four. It better not be that close. This is an NFC East game. They better come out there, kick some ass. Cowboys already went up to you know, played the Giants, beat them. Yep. Showed them what's up. In Dallas. A lot right. of score in there. A lot of score in there. And if you want to prove you're going to be a contender in the NFC East, you got to beat the teams in the East. No doubt. Absolutely. Evan, what's your prediction? My prediction is uh, I want to go with Dave on uh, everything that he just said there. I agree. I'm right with you. You concur? We're, we're, I concur. Uh, my prediction is 30 to 17 Eagles. Mm. 30 to 17. Wow. My prediction is, is 24 21. And your prediction is Dave? 20 to 10. 20 to 10. I'm expecting right. a lot of hits. Cole, Thomas, Curse. Oh, yeah. Patterson getting in there. 
Bunkley, you better show up. This is your year to this do something. Is this is it. I mean, I, I don't think they, they said his name until they announced him in the first quarter. Well, that's, they said his name. They go, hey, Bunkley's still on the sideline. <laughs> that's awful. That's awful. <laughs> He's expected to play better this year. He has to. He that. has to. That's all we got. That's all, all they, we got. All they got. No, you're right about that. You're right about it. That's all they got. And you know what else all they got? Brian Westbrook, Donovan McNabb. Kevin Curtis played well, though. We'll give yeah. him a little prop out. Then he had a nice catch. He had yeah. a nice catch. It was definitely McNabb's longest throw of the day. He also had Curtis on the left-hand side blitzing down there, and he threw it three feet out of bounds. Yep. Totally. I saw that. That's what I'm talking it's about. He's, he's a mental mistake, a mental error. Not a mistake. It's just an error. It's an error. It's not a mistake. A mistake is throwing an interception. An error is like, holy shit, I got the guy wide open, so I throw him three yards. Yeah. Throw, three he, yards had a whole, he had a full step on that on that guy. Okay, totally. Yep, the whole time this right. summer, you kept saying, who's saying Curtis is a burner? Did he beat enough guys? To look like a burner? Well, he beat enough guys on Green Bay. I mean, he didn't beat um, Al Harris at all. Al Harris pretty much. No, Al Harris was hurt. He hurt his arm. Yeah, but he mm. came back. Right. He wasn't doing anything special. I don't know. Al He's Harris, not cover- he's not Al Harris made anyway. some pretty sick plays that day. They should have been picking on him all day. He couldn't tackle. His arm was they, hurting. They can't pick on him. They don't have the talent to pick on a quality cornerback like that. They should have kicked Dude, him right in the Michigan balls. product, Jason Avante. Avant. Avant. I'm sorry. Once they win a game, they'll start getting my respect. He scored a touchdown. Yes, he did. Don't worry about Michigan. That he should still be playing in the college. They're going to beat Notre Dame this week. You can bank on that. We're banking on that. Book it. (laughs) Count it. I'm counting it. All right. Boys, I want to move from the Eagles. Are you, are you done with the Eagles? Have I could talk about the Eagles yes. for the next four hours. Yeah, what am I going to do? Scream the rest of Yeah, no. Sure. Well, let's scream about the Phillies. Yeah, then. don't scream about the Eagles anymore. It's time to scream about the Phillies. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, it's nice to have a uh, an area where you can vent a little bit about these teams because they're really, really pissing us off these days. I mean, it, it's, it's go, gone above and beyond on what's going on here. I hate it. And I'm glad that we're here and we can talk about it. What's definitely true and it's definitely fun for me is like, I know we started this to talk because we ended up talking about it anyway, so we might as well get it on wax. <laughs> but to all it, you young kids, wax is an LP. Anybody, <laughs> yeah, anybody who's listening to this, anybody who's listening to this, I suggest you start your own podcast. Was that is that a jingle when you went like that? No, scratching oh. the wax. Seriously, I suggest everybody start a podcast and start recording their vents because this is the only this is pure therapy for us. You know what I want to do for an Eagles game sometime soon, guys? Root for the other team? No, not that. <laughs> Washington, Monday night. I want to do a live blog where everybody who's watching the game, who listens to the show, gets on the comment section of the Philly Sportscast. Oh. And during the game, we can get everybody's input during the game. It would be pretty wild, and we can talk about that during the course of the week. But it would be nice, like, if, if as soon as we say something, because all the comment system is there, it's ready to be used, just we're not using it because we use our forums. The forums is totally different. This is something that will be done in real time. It would be pretty wild. We'll have to get Epicable up, man. That sounds great. What time is it over there at 1 o'clock here? Yeah, no doubt. Well, there's got to be a, a Philly Eagles bar somewhere in there. Yeah, no kidding. They'll the, get up for it. The Phil- Philly fans are everywhere. The Philadelphia Phillies are, what are they doing, guys? Are they winning or are they losing? They're just treading above water. They're okay. They're okay. They're We're still breathing. I think they're they're coming right close to what I, my prediction was for their wins, and I don't know. I think it was eighty. I think you said eighty-three. No, it was more than that. I think it's like what's it called? Yeah. The first time you started making that little advance to the girl, and she goes down, grabs a button, 
And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, she goes, no, nah, not tonight. And you're like, what are you doing? What she you grabs doing? your button or you grab her button? She's grabbed my button because she wants you're wearing, to. Go. You're wearing button flies? Well, there's always a button, buddy. There's always oh, you're a right. Button. Okay, the, the big button. Right. Okay. So gotcha. then okay. the next time she grabs a button and the zipper. Gotcha. And you're like, this is it. I mean, and then she goes, no, nah, not tonight. What are, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? And that's what the Phils are doing. I'm convinced that the Phillies newspapers, they have two templates, one for when they lose and one for when they win. So that when they lose, it says, Phillies dead, just down and out. They have that from years yeah. ago. And then the next one is when they win, you know, they're still only two and a half games back of the Padres, so whatever, man. It doesn't make any difference. They don't have the talent to do shit. If they make the playoffs, they're backdooring. They're definitely backdooring their way in it. They're seven games out of the division when they were – Two, two weeks ago, two weeks, two games out of division. They're not. They're losing to bad teams. J.D. Durbin, who has given himself the nickname the Durbinator, just makes me want to vomit. The Durbinator again tonight. Again tonight, he doesn't make it out. We make it out of the first inning tonight, but he didn't make it out up past the first inning tonight. And some well, inside he, information he I got: inning. no outs in the second. You got eliminated. Okay, you got taken out, eliminated, or. Terminated. Terminated. <laughs> that dude's a punk. You know, what's with, it, you know, what's with these professional athletes, too? They got a, It's like some kind of badge of honor for these pitchers to wear a hat with all the salt stains on the top of it. He's a fucking professional. They got, he's got 30 hats at his, whatever, at his uh, disposal. disposal, e-money, in his locker, and he's got to wear the shitty salt stain one. Well, I, that, that, that hat is obviously not working for him. The hat is not working. I'll tell you where he's going to be able to wear all the salt stain hats in the world Ottawa. in Reading or oh, Ottawa or the Clearwater State League. Yeah, exactly. All the way to Clearwater. Yeah. He is double done. Stick a fork in his ass. He is done. Double D. But the problem I have, fellas, is I don't know who to send down when when Cole Hamels comes back. Do you send J.D. Derman down or do you send Adam Eaton down? Which one do you send down? Well, you can't send. Eaton no, I'm down. sorry, not Eaton, not down to the not down to the Ottawa. I mean, like on the bench, sit that your fucking splintered ass down. Oh, uh, like Derman, right? Well, no, I think Eaton are gonna have to pull a bullpen. They go with four guys. They go with Loesch, Moyer, Hamels, and Dave. I think um, that's that's the smartest thing you've said in three weeks. Well, I, hear, I don't. I don't. I hear I don't you're not my teacher. I don't have to deal with you. But I don't know what you say in the classroom. But I'm sure it's not as smart as that. But uh, two plus be two, two equals five. <laughs> All I tell those kids is, guys, just listen to me. But uh, Kendrick, what did they say about Kendrick? Who knows? He'll, I be, don't know. he'll be back. Okay, so it's not a fracture. No, it's not. It's, it's nothing. Just it's a, a little, bruise. It's like, a bruise. Okay. That's it. So I would go to four man rotation at the end of the year. Hamels, if he's healthy, that means okay, you can pitch four games at the end. Go for it. Jamie Moyer, he doesn't throw fast enough to hurt his arm. No. And if he does, big deal. He's got to retire anyhow. He's 45 or whatever. Yeah, but he knows how to put the ball in play, though. He knows how to put that when the, your ground ball. When your age is higher than your miles per hour in your pitch, <laughs> it's time to take it easy. I think you're right, right on hey, that. Hey, you know what? He can pick the corner. He can. He knows where he's putting the ball. I think you got to go four-man rotation, put Eaton out. And my guy, my guy on the inside in the Philly, saying that JD Durham is a cocky son of a bitch in the in the locker room. The Durbinator? Yeah, he's like this. He thinks he's the man. Well, let me tell you something about it. he is not the man. And the, I, and the players he, are not happy with him. You know I why he thinks he's I the man? I wouldn't be happy with him either. You have to score seven runs to win with him. Fuck him. If I was a if I was a position player on the Phillies and he was taking the mound, I'd be so angry with how with how much I have to press tonight to win. I'm just telling you, this is why I think he's a man. When they're playing in Florida, Miguel Cabrera, 
Yo, dude, you the man. Dan Ugla said, you the man. They were all telling him when they were just hitting yeah, the, the ball first off. Inning, the first man. inning. They took him out that night. Dude, you the man. You, you know the man. that? Yeah. You didn't surrender one out. You Dave, the man. Dave, I think you had the best line when he said, we, well, Adam Eaton actually said this, but J.D. Durbin said it earlier in the week, or this week, is we need to step it up. We need to step it up. And you said, what? You got a mouse in your pocket? Who's we? You're right. <laughs> You're well, crazy. If maybe you're... no. Durbin is right. You and Eden, you two, yeah, we yeah. have to step it the fuck you're up right. or get the fuck out. Yeah. You got a mouse in your pocket. <laughs> Do you guys know what line <laughs> that's from? That's a great line. No, no I don't know where that's from. That is a uh, grumpy old man. Okay, Walter Matthau and uh, uh, what's his name? Jack Lemon. Jack Lemon. Pure classic movie. Walter Matthau is going fishing, and Jack Lemon's like, "Hey, we going fishing?" He goes, what do you mean, wait? What do you got, a mouse in your pocket? <laughs> Dude, and the best part of that movie is Burgess Meredith going off, just cursing at the end of it. It's the best. It's the very beginning. Next time you watch it, watch the very beginning. As soon as Water Matthau walks out of the house. Putts. <laughs> <laughs> That's when he puts the stinky fish in the back of his car. I'll tell you what, that is, if, anybody who hasn't seen it is missing a classic movie. Not the grumpier old men. The first one right. is the best. It is hilarious. Hilarious. And Anne Margaret still looks good, by the way. I'd hit it. <laughs> Ouch. But on to those fills. Okay, so they win two, they lose two. They, they lose two. Well, they split the, they, the well, hopefully they split Colorado. <laughs> they did not split Colorado. Yeah, no, we didn't, we're not watching the end of the game. We yeah, turned we it off when it was 11-3, 11-4. Okay, so they got big series ahead of them with the Mets, big the, series ahead of them with the Braves. And the Cardinals. And the Cardinals, guys. So that's so, a lot of tough teams right there. The Braves have been stinking. They, no, I don't think the Braves have been stinking. They've just been losing. They, okay. Okay. They lost. The, the Mets are playing extremely well. You would agree with that. Pitching for the Mets is starting to come great. around. Starting pitching, especially. It's like the uh, when we when we when the Phillies swept the Mets, it you know sparked a little fire underneath the Mets' asses. Like, okay, now let we you know this is getting too close. It's getting too close. Let's rock and roll here. And that's what better teams do. Absolutely. Better teams don't get tired at the end. Looks to me like Ryan Howard's a little tired. Looks to me like... Um, Last year in September, he was hot. This year in September... He might break the strikeout record. Yeah, it's pretty, Ever by a Philly. It's pretty spooky. But Who had that, Inky? Oh, I think it was... Uh, <laughs> Probably Pat Burrow. Era. Era. <laughs> if the Phillies don't make the playoffs, Charlie Manuel is gone. Which one would you rather have? Oh, the playoffs. You money? Playoffs, definitely. I totally agree with you. However, oh, you mean manager of the year? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What is that shit? People dabbling with that. He, um, I think he leaves it up to his players too much. He doesn't, he doesn't give them the spark that they need. I understand they're professionals and all, but there's a reason why Lou Pinella has got the Cubs where they are, and it really is true. I mean, they were stinking up to join the first half. Now they're going to win that division. And you, you guys, when you watch what? that that series against Houston. Um, they were excited. I mean, they were excited to win that 3-2 game. Oh, sure. Uh, I mean, it was like, yeah, you know, like they're really into it. You know? Well, the Brewers are starting to play better now. The Brewers are starting to play better. I really thought they were going to shit the bed. I thought they were going to be the one team that was just a year away, and they're starting to play a lot better right now. No doubt. No doubt about it. But I'm not worried about the Central. I'm worried about the East here. That's it. Philly's going to make the playoffs, Dave? I still believe so. Wow. After two games behind the Padres, the Padres are still going to be playing the Dodgers. And Arizona, yeah, but the so. Phillies have to win ball games. You can't win the, you can't make the playoffs if JD Durman is your starting pitcher. You can't make the playoffs if Adam Eaton is a starting pitcher. I said you got to go to a four-man rotation. Which one of those do you take out? 
I already said that. I said, when oh, Hamels oh, comes when back, Hamels comes back. Okay. Hamels Loesch. It's two weeks Kendrick. away, though. No, it's not. No, it's I not. They expect him to play. They expect him to pitch in St. Louis. Next week. Next week. Okay. All right. Sounds good. So if you have to, you go four-man rotation. That's the toughest thing is playing the Mets this weekend with this rotation. You're going to have – hopefully you're going to have Moyer, Loesch. No, and Eaton is definitely pitching against the Mets. Yeah, but he he wins against the Mets. That's what they say. He eats the Mets up. And I'll tell you what. He eats on the Mets. The Mets have probably heard that quote (laughs) too many times. Oh, I get it. Like, like the headlines was that was Adam eating the Mets. The headlines when he lost was beaten. Like, yeah, it's just awful, man. It's just these guys. I, I think the sports. That's all they have left. Ends. That's all they have. You left. won't let me talk, will you? You, <laughs> you got, I can't record. I'm gonna. Re- How you talk over people is amazing. I don't know. I, I had some kind of like cool thing going on. Oh, I want to say that I think the um, Inquirer and the Daily News. Beat writers and editors and everybody want to end the season as well because they're tired of these headlines. It's over. Playoffs money? That's they're waiting for uh McNabb McLoses. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Yeah, that's like uh you know, they're, they're they need they need to whip out the new Eagles stuff. Yeah. The it's Eagles headlines. Coal outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. I mean Trent I like Cole that one. Cole Howell. They're gonna use Trent that Cole. one. Yeah. You're gonna, they're gonna use it. Well that's when Cole Hamels comes back and has a shutout, and Cole or Trent Cole has two sacks and an interception on the same day, that's going to say it's a cold day in Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting for it's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. That's but great. No, that's great. You know, I tell you what, if ridiculous ends up in the Inquirer Daily News, I'm coming after them. I'm circling that tonight. Yeah, and then and then you're uh you know you'll put it in your tag. We'll put it in our one of our tags. Yeah, we will put it in one of our tags. So the Inquirer or Daily News cannot rip us off. And that's same with you, Allentown Morning Call. They can use cold day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Okay. Um, that's it. Let's go to the money line. Goodbye, Phillies, dude. Goodbye, Phillies. It is not goodbye, yellow brick With the dogs of society, how it is definitely over for them. And it's it's a shame because they're such an offensive powerhouse, and their pitching is only getting worse. So but they're an offensive powerhouse. So is Colorado, right? And that's they come in, they say, "Hey, you want to bash the ball around? We'll do it." And I tell that's you why what, they both win two games. You're absolutely right about Colorado too. They came in here and oh. said, "Listen, we got the bats too," and they yeah. do have. Great oh, they bats. they are really talented offensively. There's no. They doubt are about really that. talented. You're absolutely right, F. Um, Dave, I want to move to the money line. Money, 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 money. <laughs> All right, let Dave, let's get ourselves a little e-money line. Beautiful. Nice, nice. I'm back, I'm back. Week two, week two. Went one for three last week, but it's first week. You know how that's going to be. Don't uh, even bet at all. Don't even bet at all. 
Then why are we doing the money line for the first two weeks? Because you got because guys. I got knowledge and people want to hear it. But if you have knowledge, people who followed your knowledge last week, they would have finished one and three. One and two. One and two. One, one, lost two. Right. So you have speculate. Oh, no, I understand what you're saying. Week one is tough to bet. It's so tough. It's Impossible. So tough. It's so tough to Which bet. Which one did you win last week? Minnesota, Minnesota Atlanta. Game. Don't mean to jump on top of you. Yep, that's fine. Minnesota, Atlanta, you won? Yes. You know what's also interesting about that? And I was very that? close to winning that over, too. And the over, the reach around, is they had a missed field goal. What the hell is that about? How can you mm. miss a field goal in a freaking dome? I hear it. It was, a, it was it. a long Well, he's a, he's a rookie. It's a, it was a long one. Hey, whatever. He's a rookie. He'll forever be a rookie if it's shit like that. I just wanted to punch him in the balls, but whatever. We're on to week two. And now it's getting, the teams are getting a little clearer. You kind of see what's going on. It was, I can see clearly now. Instead of a, instead of a really dense fog, it's like a light fog. Yeah. I mean, how much can you really learn from week one? Like week one was like the fog bowl. And now it's, it's dissipating a bit. It's raining like last yeah. year's Super Bowl. <laughs> exactly. But no, can, this is really, poses a really good question. Can you get a feel for every team in the league based on week one? I think you can. I think you can. I think there's certain teams you get a read on. Certain teams, right. You get to see, hey, listen. New England, they are what they are. Sure. Indy, you're still having a tough time on Can- like to me. I think Kansas City, right? Everyone's expecting this team to be a little better. Well, there are people that are writing Larry Johnson off already. I mean, can you really do that? Can no, you, you can't. Do that. A running back at his caliber, can you just write him off already? No. If you're going to write a, a running back off, it's going to be Cedric Benson. Gotcha. Didn't do anything. Brandon Jacobs. Not that you're going to write him off because he's hurt, but Ward, who's coming in, you might say, hey, listen, there's a chance. He's going to be Take the running back by committee, runner now with Jacobs when he comes back. So you don't really don't have a strong read on the NFL season after week one. No, you have a better read though, because before it was week th- or preseason game three is the last time you got to see these. Last time you got to see LT was the playoffs last year. Exactly, and right. Jackson. Gotcha. And, and uh, also, people are writing Stephen Jackson off, by the way, too. Well, you know what? Ridiculous before, is that? That's, that's ridiculous. I'm that's saying before you start ridiculous. writing any of these guys off, what I think should happen: these guys need to play preseason. They say they don't. They need to. This is proven it. Watching these games, you need to do something. Totally agree. Because they're rusty. Yeah. I mean, that's the bottom line. Um, you only can do so much in practice. You got L, you got LJ coming. He's been hold, he held out for the whole preseason. He, you know, it's, it, there's no rhythm there. They don't have a rhythm down. You know, with, with herd and, you know, handing the ball off and little things like that. I mean, that's just kind of stuff that you're going to see. And week one's going to tell you what's going on. And, uh, but at the same time, I, I I agree with what you're saying over there, Dave, because people play different when they're away. People play different when they're home. I mean, Cincinnati's going away this week. It's, it's scary. I, I mean, I don't know what's going on there. But All right, let's, 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 move, the in. let's okay. move into it. My whole brain's crazy. Okay, let's go My ahead. My brain is crazy. I know. Thank you very much for that. This is your three-money symbol, Evan. Three-money symbol. New Orleans minus three-and-a-half. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is at home. New Orleans got killed on Thursday. Killed. The second half was not even a not even a factor. It wasn't even a game, uh, and also, but they also had a longer time to rest and to to prepare for Tampa Bay. Expect them to come out and slice the Bucks up. I or I really think that um, New Orleans is a team that, that is on the rise and it's going to show you what they really have this this week. And the line showing last week, uh, three and a half. I really like it. I think McAllister and Bush. Our weapon, and this week's, you're going to see it. You're definitely going to see the McAllister-Bush situation. Um, against a defense that 
they got injured against Seattle last week. They, they really did. I mean, there, there's a couple of people like Brian Kelly, the cornerback. He's questionable. Um, their defensive end, uh, Patrick, uh, this guy, I don't even know how to say his name. <laughs> or, or read it off your sheet? No, he can read it. Oh, I can read it. You know, you know, oh, okay. you know uh, the Chuck Rora, <laughs> Patrick Chuck Rora. They don't have enough depth on their defense they to where no these depth. guys are I, getting hurt. I totally agree. I totally agree. And that's gonna, that's gonna come into play this week. And, uh, speaking of injuries, Cadillac, Carnell Williams, Cadillac Williams. Cadillac. You know, he got, he got hurt last week. Uh, little rib action. He's, he's day to day. He's questionable. We'll have to see what happens with that. I mean, that's their number one runner. Yeah, I think they're already saying Pittman's going to be starting this week. Right. And Pittman is, uh, you know, Old. between the tackles. He's not, he's not someone that you can, you can trust and, and go with. And these, these are things that I, I, I really like about this game. And three and a half is, is very, very nice. And Drew Brees. Drew Brees is a very, very good quarterback. He proven it last year. Um, the first half the of the year game, before that in San Diego, he I proved totally, it exactly. Um, he's the man. He's he's going to show this week what he can do. And with McAllister and Bush setting up play action for him, they're, they're going to tear them apart. They're going to tear them apart. And that's my number one. That's my number one pick. So the number one pick to recap is it is New Orleans minus three and a half. Tampa Bay. I like New Orleans. Interesting. I think that's a great pick. I thought last week I was a little shocked that you didn't pick Seattle plus six or minus six over Tampa Bay because Tampa Bay is just horrible. They are. When you, when you bring in a Jeff Garcia, you know, things like that, they, yeah. they don't have, they have bad draft picks. They don't have, they don't know what's going on over there, but this is week one. It's week one. So you, it's, it's really tough, but I, I can see that New Orleans, New Orleans to bounce back and go and just destroy. Somebody. Oh, yeah. Derek Brooks is getting old down there in the linebacker. Exactly. He's not going to be able to cover Bush coming out. Nope. It's going to be nuts. I like it a lot. And I really expect a lot of people teasing this this week. Because if you get that six points where you're getting three points, I don't know what the over-under is, but that's what's going to happen because Tampa Bay looked horrible last week. Yes, they did. Not that we recommend a tease. As horrible as the birds? Oh, Tampa Bay <laughs> looked worse than the birds. Is that possible? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they're right. six points or whatever. E money, what's the line, what's the number two button, money symbol? I oh, just give me one second. We got to go through your Look through all these pages. Yeah. What, your uh, what do they call it? Accordion file you got over there? <laughs> it's like Santa Claus. <laughs> Big list comes out. Uh, my number two is my number two money. Tampa sign. Bay over. <laughs> oh, I like shit. The, no. I like the tease. Wait, wait. Did we talk about that already? Yeah, I'm gonna start giving breathalyzers before the podcast from now on. Uh, no, but my, two, my number two money sign for the for the week is Denver minus nine and a half, Oakland. Denver at home. I like Denver. I know it's 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 a crazy pick, but it is also week two, and Oakland has a lot of problems going on right now. E money, real quick, for, not to interrupt you, but I will interrupt you with the uh, the line is now ten. The line is now ten. Now, what does that tell you, Derek? Tells me that the money is on Denver. Denver is looking to roll Oakland this this week. I'm telling you, they expect Travis Henry to do some things. He averaged six yards against uh, Buffalo last week. He didn't score any touchdowns. We'll have to see what happens. And there, there's a lot of drama going on in Oakland. You know, Al Davis and, you know, he's always he, – Demarcus Russell, they finally signed him, this, that, and the other. Oakland's offense is an absolute mess. It really, really is. Um, the wide receivers are going against the best secondary in the NFL. I mean, think about it. You know, you got, you got Dre Bly, Champ Bailey, um, John Lynch. Uh, you're not beating Champ Bailey. No, this is uh, this is uh, a really good team, and it's a good, good game 
for Denver to come in and go show them what the AFC West is all about. Right. And they have to beat them, and they want to beat them decisively. And I like the 9.5 points, which is 10 now because Derek has told us, and I like that. So I like Denver for my nice. second nice. The only thing I'm worried about is Culpepper is starting this week. I know. That is, uh, they, they were trying to figure out, yeah, what's going on with that? Culpepper starting. Well, which they should start him anyway. Where do you go with Culpepper though? Well, how do you, how do you assess da, uh, Dante Culpepper now? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's hard to assess him because last year he was rusty the whole time. He was hurt. Right. What's he going he to do? He got rushed into being a quarterback. Just like Donovan's being right. rushed in to be a quarterback. He's, Ronald Carey and Jerry Porter, yes, they can run, but if they're just single covered against Dre Bly and Champ Bailey. Ain't gonna happen. So now you gotta trust Lamont Jordan. Lamont Jordan had a good game last week. I think he had like 70 yards and 80 yards, like 70 rush and 80 receiving or vice versa. Right. Very good game. Good stats and everything. But what is Cole Pepper going to do? What's he going to bring to the table? Is Denver gonna go crazy? And try to stop him. They're going to try to contain him. Are they worried about him running still? It's an enigma. <laughs> it trapped inside of a riddle. Thank you. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I agree. I mean, like, uh, this is like my second pick, of course. But it, it, it kind of goes in ties with my first pick is that you really truly haven't seen these two teams yet. And I think these teams are ready to blow up this week. Denver and New Orleans are, are they ready to go. They're ready to destroy. And I like it. I like it a lot. And Denver's at home, and they're ready to destroy. Just like I said, thirty to seventeen with uh, you know the Eagles on the Monday night game. I'm saying that with the other things. You know, it's just, t- it's just intertwined, a little tying in there. That's all I'm saying. All right, all right. What's uh, number three? My well, number three, my, the reach around is the reach around. Giants. Oh, he's my- so horny. Oh, oh, oh. If you don't have the sound clips anymore, I'll do them for you. Oh, sweet. <laughs> the Giants minus one against Green Bay at the Giants. Injuries, injuries, injuries. <laughs> well, did you read the New York Post today? Is that the headline? Injuries, injuries, injuries. <laughs> no, I, I, it probably is. I'll tell you what. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, D. You should sell that. Because they can use that for Andy Reid and J.R. Reid, too. So, <laughs> All right, I'm just not to get back on that one. The Giants will be without Brandon Jacobs, Eli Manning, O.C. Umanor with his knee. We'll see what that. Strahan, well, he, he'll be there, but shit, he's, he didn't play any preseason. He's an old buck. He took like, I think probably he was on the field for 80 snaps, 60 snaps. He's tired old man. <laughs> trouble stuff, trouble stuff. I saw him with a walker after the game. Yeah, oh yeah. Just yeah. trying to get a out. A tired old 32 year old man with a walker. He's got the, yeah. I can't believe that. He, I can't believe he's been in the league 15 years. It freaks me out. Wild. Freaks wow. Me out. Makes me feel like an old man. Because I am 60. I'll be 60 next week. Go ahead. Um, well, we all know about Green Bay. They showed up and uh, did absolutely nothing against the Eagles, but they won. <laughs> they won. They won. And you also have um, you have a quarterback that's a Hall of Fame quarterback that can do things and take advantage of bad defenses and good field position. Um, so I really like this. Uh, I can see them going two and zero. I can see Green Bay going two and zero, being the, being the, uh, you know, the talk of the town. Everybody's talking about Green Bay. They're two and zero. I can't believe they beat this. Then if they put pressure on this Jared, uh, what the hell's this? Jared Lorenz. Yeah, Lorenzen. Then I think Favre is going to do some things. 
I, I like that one. That's my reach around my number three pick. If Eli plays, yes. Do you still take Green Bay? Yes, because his shoulder is still bruised, and he may re-injure it, and he he won't have the mobility. And also, he's not that good when he's healthy. Wait a second. You saw how bad that Green Bay team was last week. Right. So they're going to the Meadowlands this week? Yes, they are. And winning? Or covering? I didn't say win. Okay. Yeah, but hold on. What is, minus one, right? Yeah. So what are they going to do? D-Man, you got to start doing breathalyzers. I agree. <laughs> well, I hear <laughs> you. I agree. I hear it. No, no, no. Uh, the Giants are, yeah. They're giving, um, one is one, man. Right. One is one. One is one. What are you talking about? They have to win the game in order to, for the person to put money on it to make money, right? Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's a tough pick. That's a, that's my reach around. Right. I mean, that's why it's a reach around. And that's, like he said, he is expecting Green Bay to win. You said they're going to be not that you said they're going to be two and zero, but they're going to be two and zero. That could be the big talk of the talk of the uh, around the horn. You know what I mean? So I still like Dallas or um, Giants' defense, even though they let up a ton of points against oh my Dallas. God, but well, that's a good Dallas team too, right? I think the Giants will come out and prove something, try to prove something, because they don't want to be zero and two. With no. Dallas being two and zero, absolutely right. If Dallas wins this week, that reach around is going to be tough, dude. That you it's know what, tough. right? That's why it's, right. it's, That's why it's week two, and there's and a lot of injuries. Right. When the line that. is when the line is one, you can flip a coin dude, on that. Take shit. take the money and run on the number one pick. That's as right. good as gold. There you go. All right. Well, parting shots, good as gold. Let's make it happen. The Flyers starting tomorrow, Friday, the fourteenth, are having the Clark Cup. They're breaking all the players down into four different teams named after the Hall of Fame players, the Flyers, because they have so many new names coming in. Just to let them play over the weekend, see what they can do, see how they do, see who can gel. Each team has one of the top lines. They have a line already set into them. So it's not like kids thing. It's actually like the players competing against each other. That's pretty wild. Not that they're going to be winning a lot. But they do get a shirt that says, uh, Clark Cup winner. And it'll, like, they it's say, cool. hopefully it's going to be some kind of bragging rights during the year. Right. Maybe they'll do other stuff with it. Who knows? Dude, what's very true is you get those kind of competitive people together. Nobody wants to lose. Everybody wants to win it, regardless right. of what the final prize is. And that's hopefully it's going to bring the teams together too. Cause you're playing, you're really pushing it and you're going to see, Hey, listen, this guy's a fourth line player on the Perron team. Who's not going to make the team? And he's coming after us. I might lose my job to this guy. Okay. Let's step okay. up and let's play. But it's going to be nice seeing these guys come together with Breer playing with Gagne, right? Upshaw playing. It's going to be it's real kind of nice. like the first, uh, the first sign of what, what you're going to have for a first line or something. After tomorrow, it's going to give you a on good Saturday, idea. you're going to notice the leaves are changing. Football winter's is here. coming. Winter's definitely coming. It's going to be. It's right around the corner. Hopefully I can smell it in the air. These Flyers are going to be ready to play this year. They're going to be a competitive team. Oh, I'm excited about the Flyers this year. There's no doubt about that. I was thrilled about them last year. Yeah, yeah I remember no that. Doubt. I, I was that. thrilled about them last year, too. After the second game, I got kicked nuts. Right. It was horrible down here. Absolutely. E-Money, fire off second. Well, we had a very eventful week one of the National Football League, um, but we also had someone get injured, the Buffalo Bills, a little Everett there. My heart goes out to him. It was a crazy tackle. He's finally, you know, he's, he, I think he's, they say he's going to walk again. I just want to say my heart goes out to him and that's my parting shot because and his family, 
Hopefully, yeah, walk again. Doctors are miracle workers, man. I mean, I certainly don't believe in any miracle from God on this one, but I do believe that doctors, quick thinking, because you're familiar with what happened when they froze the spinal cord in order to prevent injury, and that actually helped right. get it back into place. Dude, modern absolutely technology mir- absolutely and modern medicine. You, just, man, you can't say anything about that. It is amazing. Absolutely amazing. I totally agree. <laughs> Bill, belly up to the ball. <laughs> My parting shot is this. Bill Belichick is a cheater. He should be suspended just as much as anybody else, any player in the league who has been caught cheating. The commissioner, Roger Goodell, needs to suspend this motherfucker because not only does he win all the time, but it's proven now that he's a cheater. What else is he cheating at? Question mark, question mark. Well, he's got, Goodell's going to set an example, has to set an example. Has to set an example. To what he's done with all these other players. If he just gives Robert Kraft a fine, it doesn't make any difference because, you know, he's cashing Super Bowl checks. He must be suspended. Or. What about draft picks like uh, Paraface was talking about? I I don't think that's a possibility. I think it's totally a possibility. Think so? Absolutely. I think the Jets should be given the game. Ooh. I honestly do. Even though it wasn't. I, I do think the Jets should be given the game. I think the Eagles should be given the Super Bowl. <laughs> you think that's going to happen? No. no. All right. But that's did you uh, did you uh, get my friends funky? I just sent you an email when I was doing my uh, my write up. There was a, there was a whole thing. Sheldon Brown had a whole thing about um, our Super Bowl, and he was like pissed off because like oh now you know they, they I could totally read when they were. They could totally read us when we were blitzing uh, Brady and all this shit. I don't believe any of that stuff. But I, he got caught once. He didn't get caught during that time. He got caught during this game, and I think the Jets should be awarded this game. I really do. The only problem with that, when somebody's cheating, think about baseball, steroids. Okay, because Giambi cheated in certain games. Should they lose those games? You can't change the outcome of a game. Yes, but if in Little League Baseball that they do that, if you're over That's 12. Baseball. No, I understand that. Right. It's, it's, it's a bad analogy. It's terrible. But, however, what's the punishment? If you suspend Bill Belichick, then he just, he, instead of coaching from the sidelines, he prepares the team just like he does. Oh, he's not allowed in the practice facility. He can do it online. It doesn't matter. Well, that's the thing. Like, he what might, is the punishment? The that punishment, was, that's the big question. Right. The punishment has to be severe. Severe in order for me to believe that other people, other teams aren't doing this. But if you watch the Eagles game, they were putting towels up around. But you shouldn't have to do that. That's what's happening. So I'm not, Bilicek's not the only one cheating. No, he's not. There's he's not. the only one who got there. caught. Exactly. Right. I hate to be that video grapher that got caught for him. He's got to be chewing his ass out. Oh, he's not, he's not around anymore. I believe you're right. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.